0: Wednesdays are not for tacos. Wednesdays are for wine. Wine Wednesday! I have a glass of wine close to me, so it's appropriate. Anyways, you guys, welcome to The Melanated Way. I'm Linda. Woo! Finally in the live again. Yes, Patty. Hey, girl. Hey. We're going to do some housekeeping. I'm going to do a little talking, and then we'll jump right into the blame game. The family Chantel. I'm so happy the show is back because it's so wild. Guys, so... um. Hollywood's opening up and there are red carpets galore 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 and and yesterday I did my first red carpet in about a year and a half and uh some of you may or may, may not know and I probably should pop that banner up too uh if you guys are into anything that's like celebrity gossip news uh premieres all of that stuff I cover all of that stuff um and so I covered Ron's gone wrong with Zach, and I always say his name wrong. So Zach, Zach Canapolis, you know, you know, who I'm talking about, um, anyways, I covered that premiere yesterday. And when I tell you, I felt like I was brand new on the red carpet. And if you guys know, know me, I, that's what I was known for red carpets. I would do all, all the red carpets, all the openings, the premieres, all the things. And first of all, it took me forever to get ready. Because, you know, dressing in, like, chic casual at the house is not going to work. So that was a hot minute. And then some of my clothes weren't fitting because, you know, I've gotten a little fatter over the over the pandemic. It was a mess, you guys. So I finally get my act together. And it's a little bit different now. So before, um, if you ever watched, like, Oscars or the Emmys or any of those things, um, you would see... Crystal said, I hope you said his name right at the event, side eye. I did, Crystal. I have my notes. I did. I did. I'm a professional. Um, so it's different. So before you would be like back to back, shoulder to shoulder uh, with different outlets and different reporters. And now you had to get there like the crack of dawn. Really wasn't the crack of dawn, but it's very hours and hours early um, because you have to go through this whole process. So you have to definitely be vaccinated and you have to bring your vaccinated vaccination card, your ID, you go through that process. You go through like a, um, a screener, right. To make sure you don't have anything that you're not supposed to be on. Like you're at an airport. Um, and then you check in and then you get COVID tested. So even though you're vaccinated, you still have to go through the rapid test. So you do that and you wait for like 15 minutes and then they clear you. And if you're cleared, then you go into another line. It's just a whole process you guys. And, and uh, I was I have to be honest, I was a little nervous, I was a little nervous, which I don't get nervous like that. And I was like, oh, what am I? Because it, it's so fast paced. You know, when you do these Zoom interviews, you can really control it. Right. And you have a lot more time. But when there's a bazillion outlets and all the celebrities are coming down, you've got like two minutes to get your anyways, you guys. Zach was hilarious. I can't wait to bring that interview to you because he was hilarious. He started the interview. He's like, hey, what's your name? I'm like, I'm Linda. He's like, hey, I'm Zach. It was great. So uh, there's that. i probably going to do <clears throat> um, some housekeeping real quick, uh, as you guys know. So housekeeping, housekeeping, support the show. Wherever you're watching, if you can hit that thumbs up, that'd be appreciated. Um, support the show. We are trying to grow, grow, grow. Oh, Cassie, thank you. She's like, you got this. You guys are so sweet. Thank you. I have another, I have a couple more coming up tomorrow and on Saturday. Saturday, you guys have to get all dressed up. I have to, I have, so the problem, you guys, is not that I don't have the clothes. I have the clothes, they just don't fit right now. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure it out, y'all. Let's just pray for me. Pray for me. Um, uh, Support the show without, these people uh, these shows wouldn't happen you guys consider going over and subscribing to my patreon for that vip content because we are always in the know we we i bring all the tea and all my subscribers are always like oh my god you told us this like last month you told us this two two months ago last year whatever so shout out to uh olivia vanessa trina jennifer sherry lillian Sid- sydney nia raydella i don't know is in the live chat hey girl hey uh, Linda, Brianna, Crystal, Amanda times two. Cause there's two of them now. Jelisa, Dr. Jelisa, I miss you. Angela C. Cruz. I think C. Cruz. Hey girl. Hey, hey girl. Hey, um, who else is there? Megan, Marianne, Donna over at Anchor FM, Ebony, Elizabeth, Carly, Geek Girl. I think I saw her too. Hey, Geek Girl, uh, Elizabeth, Carly, Betsy, Christina, Beth. Chandra, Judy, Cassandra, Deb, and Janice. Uh, Love y'all. And uh, Friday, I got a good show for you. Got a good show for you, y'all. A good show. Um, But let's talk all things family Chantel because, you know, the drama of this show is fantastic. And I am 100% here for it. So the blame game. Elephant in the room. Jaw. Jaw's in the hot seat. Uh, He wants to try to make an effort because he really does love winter. And he really, and did you guys pay attention to that opening song? Like I told you guys last week with when River came to visit us. uh, That was River singing. So if you guys didn't pay attention to that opening song, you missed it. That was River's original music. And uh, it's pretty fire. I think he's underrated, you guys. I think that he's misunderstood and underrated. Because first of all, he's super funny. And second of all, he's actually quite talented. Anyways, uh, Jaw is going to make an effort because he wants to be with winter and so he's gonna he's gonna put up with the family and putting up the family means them being in all of his business and so river who likes to be called river knight uh asked why Jaw didn't tell the family or tell winter specifically about the other kid and he's like well you know what y'all didn't give me an opportunity to you know, and I don't even really think that this is a conversation that we should be having now. We're supposed to be celebrating Chantelle and her graduation. So, like, why are we doing all of this? And then Winter jumps in and is like, yeah, and we already had these conversations in private. Hello? Hello? In private. It's the two of them, not the 10 of y'all in this relationship. And have we not learned anything from going to the Philippines and Angelique and what's the brother's name? Royal. Have we not learned anything about them and how they don't even want to talk to the family, have nothing to do with the family? Like maybe focus on your own relationships. Because I see, you know, there are some some, some things that can be worked on, Pedro and Chantel. And even like Thomas and Karen, Thomas never talks, y'all. Thomas is like whatever Karen says. And you know, happy wife, happy life. But like, what you got to say about all this? That's your daughter too. What you what you thinking about Jaw Thomas? I'd like to know. Inquiring minds would like to know. So, <clears throat> Winter's like, you know what? I'm not impressed with any of y'all, anyways. Yes, I'm. I was mad at, at Jaw because he basically lied and and kept a whole kid for me. But I'm mad at Chantel and Karen because you guys also kept that snooping around like you could have said to, uh, to me hey listen we're gonna go dig into Jaws background are you okay with that which I absolutely agree with her like y'all sneaking around like you ain't got jobs and other things better to do and you're gonna throw this in her face and not only are you gonna throw it in her face you don't even tell her first you like spring it on her in front of her man like I'll tell you something that happened to me so long ago, so it doesn't even matter. So long ago, long, long ago, Um, my like university sweetheart, college sweetheart, I guess you guys say, we were together forever. Um, and I moved to Montreal because uh, I was working for this company Le Chateau and I wanted to be a buyer. So I was like an assistant buyer over there and I was just starting out, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, my cousin, it's in the middle of winter and if any of you guys know anything about montreal it's freaking cold in winter cold they're having an ice storm so when it rains it's like literally ice on the streets that's how cold it was um so i'm setting up the story for y'all because it was important i was coming back from the market it was the weekend i was coming back from the market had all my like fruits and vegetables i was going back to my extended stay and my cousin calls my cousin calls and says hey listen are you sitting down no i'm not sitting down i bunch of groceries in my hand what's going on she's like oh you need to sit down for this and then so now i want to know more and she explains how she's like pulled up she's pulled up uh by a gas station and she sees my ex well my now ex she sees my boyfriend at the time with some other girl and they're making out while they're pumping gas And I was like, oh, it can't be. Cause at that time I was like with him for like four years. It was our first time apart. Like, it can't be. But she gave me the heads up. So she gave me the heads up first. She called me first. And then she's like, we're about to pull up on them. Cause I want him to know that uh, me, your cousin, has seen him face to face. So he can't deny. She went, she did, she went there. But the moral of the story is that she came to me first, which is not what um, Karen. And Chantel did to to Winter. They should have come to her first. They should have come to her and said, hey, this is what we're doing. Or this is what we did. So that she's not all in the dark too. And embarrassed and mad and sad. And all the feelings. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I agree that when Winter says, you know, you guys betrayed me too. Yeah, you did. Because this is not a, hey now, let's just bring it on everyone. and, And see where the chips land nah that's not cool uh, <laughs> stevie said all thomas had to say were burgers are done facts so betrayal all around now here's the thing Chantel won't let it go so karen's calling him sneaky and he's like well you know i'm trying to come around i'm trying to spend time with you guys but you know, if you're going to sit here and interrogate me, this is kind of why I don't want to come around. And and Karen's like, "Well, you're going to have to get used to us because we're the family." And woo woo woo. And then I realized, you know what? Karen and Chantelle are identical. Like Chantelle is going to be Karen in 20 years. She's going to be that she's going to be exactly like that when she has kids. She's going to be exactly the, like they're identical. Like Chantelle is her mother's daughter. Winter's a little bit different. Uh, River's a little bit different. Even Royal is different. But Chantel is her mother's daughter, 100%. So I just, you know, I think Chantel should think about that. She should think about that. And I feel like she should think about how much she hated everyone being in her business when her and Pedro on the hot seat. But now that they're not in the hot seat, she is being everything that she hated about being in the hot seat, which is very weird to me. So Jaw continues to say, you know, this should be a celebration, but Chantel really won't let it go. Um, And she's like, you had a whole kid and you had all this time to tell, winter and you made winter cry and how do we know you're not going to do it again and he's like listen y'all you guys robbed me of the chance to tell winter um and there's that i was gonna tell her but you guys went ahead and did your inspector gadget bs he didn't say that i'm saying that you went ahead and did your inspector gadget stuff and now i didn't have the opportunity to tell her and the way you told her was foul and so that's what it is we, here we are Karen says one of her famous lines, because I love Karen for her lines. I love Mama Karen. I'm glad I sprayed on my bullshit repellent before I came here because I did not rob Jaw. He robbed himself when he neglected to tell her he had two kids six years ago. And then Thomas thinks he's doing something, y'all. Thomas has three seconds of airtime. And Thomas says, he probably was going to wait 14 years. <laughs> what, What, Thomas, what? Why the random 14 years? Not 16 years, not 18 years, 14 years? I, I, okay. At least you said something, Thomas. At, at least you were thinking the same thing as as Karen and you just put a little extra spice on it. I don't know. Um, ja goes on to say how nasty it was that how they did it and how they told winter and just how they went about all of it, all the sneak, like what's the saying, you guys, the pot calling the kettle black, you know, Karen earlier said that jaw was sneaky, sneaky. But meanwhile, they were sneaking around last season, getting all the information on jaw and dropping bombs left, right and center. So, Josh's like, Yeah, you guys were nasty in how you went about it. And Karen's like, Another great line. If you intend to be a part of this family, come on now. This is it. Love us or leave us. This is it. Facts. She's speaking facts. Listen, if you are going to be with Winter, that means that you are also going to be with Pedro. You're going to be with Chantel. You're going to be with Thomas. You're going to be Karen. You're going to be with River and probably River's new girlfriend. Oh, Everyone's going to be in your business. You're going to have to get used to it, love it, or leave it. That's how it is. So, Jaw, what you going to do? You're going to love it or you're going to leave it. And according to you, you love winter so much that you're going to try to rough it out and stick it out. So, Jaw tries to explain that he has joint custody with his son. There was a bunch of legal battles. And the reason why he didn't tell Winter was because it was all really overwhelming and overbearing as it is. And Winter was already taking care of his first kid. uh, And so he didn't want to put too much on her. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know if I'm buying that. Are y'all buying that excuse? My girlfriend's already taking care of one of my kids and it's a lot of work. So I didn't want to add the fact that I have another kid and I have joint custody, but if you have joint custody, this is okay. So here's what doesn't make sense to me. If you have joint custody with your son and you didn't tell winter that you have a son then, and winter was living with you at the time. Where exactly was the, like, when was the kid coming over? And if the kid was coming over, who were you saying that kid was? I, I don't get it. Joint custody means at some point in the ins and outs of the days and in the days in and days out, At some point, the paths had to cross. So how does that work? How does that work? So something is not adding up. And so even though he's like, yeah, I was going to tell her. Six years later, you still hadn't told her, but you have joint custody. Hmm, Seems weird to me. Seems weird. Now, this is not part of the storyline. But let's say this. Okay, this is not part, I'm totally making this up because I read a lot. I watch too much true crime. But let's just say this What if Jaw was in a relationship with Winter and Winter was already taking care of one of his kids at his house, right? And then Jaw had this baby mama. And you know, sometimes there's baby mama drama. And sometimes baby mamas think, like, hey, my baby daddy is still kind of with me. So what if he was kind of playing both sides where he was going to the house, kicking it with his kid? I don't know what else because I'm making this up, but like you guys fill in the blanks. And that I could understand how we would be able to have almost like two families that don't know about each other. Do You see what I'm saying? You get what I'm putting down? That makes more sense to me than, hey, you have joint custody and the kid's come into the house and Winter lives at the house, but she's never met the kid and doesn't know you have a whole, whole other kid for six years. For six years. Crystal says, or maybe they were fighting for custody back then and that's why he didn't want to talk about it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you can be fighting for custody, but if you're fighting for custody, in my opinion, then that's going to be on the forefront of your mind. And if you're fighting for so long, years and years of fighting for custody, how do you not mention, oh, hey, I have a court date or, hey, I have to pay child support or, hey, I have to go pick up my son because it's my day. Still, still, Crystal, to me, that doesn't make sense, because if you're in the midst of it, how are you not talking about it? And it's something that's so important to you. Seems weird. So. Whatever the case may be, Jaws not going anywhere. Winter's not going anywhere. She loves him. He loves her, and they want to be together. So Karen's like, you know what? Y'all need to go get counseling. Jaws like, I don't need counseling. I don't need counseling. You guys are the ones that made this, created this mess. I personally was gonna tell her in my own time. I don't need counseling. And Chantel's like, yes, you do. You need counseling. Okay, calm down, Chantel. Calm down. Regardless, Karen says he has to prove himself to not only Winter, but to the family. What? Prove what? Here he is. Like I feel like sitting there taking all, all the questions from you guys is him making an attempt to prove that he wants to be with her. Now, whether you agree with him and his ways and his lies or not, he's still trying to put the effort in to be with his woman. And if the two of them decided that they want to be together, then that's on them. Um, so what was clear to me in this episode of the Chantel doesn't want winter to be with jaw at all. And she doesn't want to have an open mind about it. She doesn't want to give him a second chance. She doesn't like him. She doesn't want her sister to be with him. And I'm wondering you guys, what do you guys think? Do you actually even, I don't know if I'm going to, if I'm going too far with this, but. I'll say it like you ever have that friend Who your friend is happy for you. Like they, they go through the motions of being happy for you, but they're not really happy for you. You ever have one of those? And like, maybe they're, they're talking to other friends in your group about whatever the situation is, but they never really tell you it. That's the kind of vibe I'm getting. Like, I feel like Chantel wants winter to be happy, but she doesn't want winter to be happier than her. And she doesn't want Winter to, like, I don't know, like, one-up her, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. That's what I feel. I feel bad saying it because I love the family. But, like, could it be, like, she wants to be the one that's, like, together? Like, I'm the nurse. I'm the pretty one. I'm the married one. And you're the sister. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if that's the case, but I don't know. I feel like it could be a little of that, maybe. Sister rivalry, maybe. Anyhow, um, then Pedro. Okay, first of all, you guys, I love plantains. Like, I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. Guineans, we eat a ton of plantains with like spinach stew, fry them, boil them, all the things. So when Pedro was plantain shopping, mm, my favorite, it totally like I literally was cooking today because it totally gave me a vibe. Um, but he's looking for plantains because he's going to make this um, mofongo, which is like fried pork, plantain, butter, mixed all up. And one of the things I thought was interesting is that he is also doing keto um, and intermittent fasting. And if you've seen his progress, y'all, he's like ripped. He's ripped. He does like MMA and he's just ripped. So I totally believe in that whole keto diet thing that he's doing. Um, but he's having a cheat day. And his cheat day. He calls his mom because he forgot how to make this dish. Mom kind of didn't remember either. I thought it was interesting. But, you know, yeah, it is what it is. In the meantime, they're on the phone talking crazy about Nicole and Alejandro. Lydia tells him that Nicole's getting her uh, breast augmentation surgery. And he's like, well, you know, she's always wanted it. Who's paying for it? He said, oh, she's paying for it. Okay, cool. It's her body. Do what you want. And then um, they talk about him going to New York because he needs to renew his passport. And... He's also going to spend some time with Alejandro. And here's the other thing that I was super interested in with Eli's. So, the thing that's interesting to me about this whole Lydia being mad at Nicole because Nicole went to visit her boyfriend and then ended up having to stay there for like three, four months because of the pandemic. And Lydia's mad that she went. And Lydia and Pedro are both mad because they left Lydia by yourself. Now, I feel like there's two sides to this story. The first side is I totally get it. The pandemic has been hard on all of us and quarantine by yourself is lonely and all the things and you want to be with your family. So I get that side. However, the other side is Nicole is a grown ass woman. So she had every right to go and visit her boyfriend and she didn't know that she's going to be stranded there. She thought she was going for a couple of weeks and she ended up having to go for a couple of months. Right. So why is she, she's a grown ass woman and Lydia is a grown ass woman. And so why is she being, why is it her fault and Alejandro's fault that the pandemic that they could not have predicted forced them to be together for months? Like I'm, I'm confused by that. Like I'm very confused by that. So you're mad because she left you cuz you know she's going to leave you at some point. She's grown. She's actually living at home longer than most people. And I know in a lot of cultures, mine included, you have blended families, right? Where where grandparents still stay and parents still stay and it's the whole thing. But that's not always the case. Like people do move out and start their own families. So, Hey Nia, Hey girl. Hey. So I'm just confused why it's, it's his fault and, and Nicole's fault. Like, I don't get it. I didn't see Pedro calling Lydia. Like, Hey, before the pandemic starts real quick, here's a ticket run up to America and quarantine with us. Or vice versa. He didn't him and um Chantel didn't go to the Dominican Republic. Like I'm just saying, like why is it why is it Nicole's fault? Cause you know, Lydia's a full grown-ass woman. So I don't know. Anyhow, uh Nicole's getting these boobs and Chantel had to make it very clear for the millionth time that she has never had any type of cosmetic surgery. She says her boobs are all natural. Pedro tries to confirm it by like doing like a little jiggly, jiggly thing to camera. I personally low key think that Nicole and Chantelle are in some type of beauty contest against each other. Like, it's just weird. Like, why do you care? Why do you, why do you have to tell, first of all, why do you feel like you have to tell everyone that your boobs are real every five seconds? If they're the real, if people think they're fake, then you must have some beautiful boobs. And so who cares if they think they're fake? And if they were fake, who cares? Because it's your body, you can do what you want to do. Like, I don't know why you feel like you have to justify it all the time. I say, whatever makes you happy, that's what you should do. Because it is your body. And whatever builds your confidence, then go ahead and do that. And so... We learned that uh, Lydia is still mad at Nicole because she left during the pandemic and Pedro's like, Nicole has changed ever since she's been with Alejandro and Alejandro's a bum and calls him like a cockroach. She has some cockroaches running in his head and I'm going to go and give him a piece of my mind and check in with him. Okay. You do that. I can't wait. Cause that sneak peek from next week bring on the fight remember the fight that pedro had with river now he's listen y'all river's been doing like mma muay thai stuff so alejandro better be careful because alejandro wears those tight ass jeans that when he went to do that karate chop karate kick i was like oh he's about to split those jeans right now and i'm here for it y'all i'm here for all the drama (sighs) so uh back to atlanta Mama Karen, because I love her. Mama Karen. You know what I know? actually wanted to really look this up because I don't believe her. So some of you may or may not know, uh, I spent time in Japan uh, on a student exchange. So I I know it well. And Mama Karen, with just like all the things that she does, is so funny to me. So she got a dog. Ginger Spice, Yoshima is their new dog. And it's kind of like a therapy dog to her, I guess, uh, because she's having a little bit of, you know, what is it? Empty nest syndrome. Um, I knew it. Good luck, girl. Okay, so she names the dog Ginger Spice Tsushima, and she wanted to name the dog Tsunami and the reason for that is because it's it's a japanese breed so no one was going for a tsunami so she decided that she loved ginger spice from the spice girls and then yoshima and how she says it yoshima she says it means good luck girl it actually just means lucky which is what i thought but hey Let's just make it work for whatever you want, Karen. Whatever you say goes, I'm about that life. So she's playing with ginger spice Yoshima and uh, <laughs> it's so outrageous. Uh, and the dog is like helping her, right? Cause she's feeling a little bit lonely. Everyone's happy that she has the dog because the, having the dog means she's gonna pay attention to the dog and not be in their business. Chantel's worried that she might feel lonely because all the kids are growing up and moving out, except River still lives at home. And so River's home a lot more of the time because he took this semester off of school because of COVID, but he's working on his music. And so Mama Karen asked, you know, is there a woman in your life? Like, I see you giggling and whispering in your room a lot. Like, is there a woman? And he's like, that is none of your business. And then he's like, you get too invested in our lives and I see what you've done with like my siblings and I'm not mm, It's none of your business. And Karen says, it's all my business. So you could tell me now, you could tell me later, but it's all my business. I died of laughter. (laughs) I died of laughter. I was like, River, you know your mom is going to be right up in there. So you might as well just rip the Band-Aid off. Go ahead and tell her because she's going to find out. And she's going to find out whether you tell her or not because we already know that she's an investigator. And so she's going to be all up in it. So save yourself some time, my friend. And he does. So he says he met a girl named Megan. We don't learn too much about her. I thought we were going to meet more of her, but I guess this next episode we're going to meet her. But... Apparently, he's all into her. Megan is his happiness. Megan is his happy place. And I cannot wait, y'all. I cannot wait. We're going to have River back on the show because when he can talk about it, you know, we're going to ask all the questions about this one. I feel because River's young, right? And if you guys have watched any of our interviews with him or any of the things that he's done with our show, you know, like he's he doesn't care about age. He really cares about like the connection and and he says he doesn't have a type but he does have a type y'all. Don't let him don't let him fool you. Um and we do a Singles Friday over on our social media and he was one of our Singles Friday and that was just y'all, Crystal, wasn't that just a few months ago? So, I don't want to do any spoilers, but I'm just saying, Megan be your happy place, your happy place, your happy place. Okay. <clears throat> Crystal said, nah. He said he met a woman named Megan. She's straight from central casting. Oh, my God. You guys are crazy. Yeah. And she looks older. She looks older. Like, because River's 24. Just turned 24. And I felt like she looked like she was in her early 30s. Did you guys get that vibe too? Or was that just me? Because I can't tell age anymore, y'all. Like, I'll watch a YouTube makeup video and find out the girl is like 15, but I thought she was 30. And then I'll watch another video and the woman's working out and she's like 60 but she looks 30. So I don't know anyone's ages anymore. But I felt like Megan looked like she was not in her 20s. I'll say that. Um, so then we flip over to Winter and Chantel. They're meeting to work out. Winter looked like she was going to work out. Like she just looked, you know, I don't know how you guys work out because this is something else, too, that I I am curious about. So I have not been to the gym in forever since the pandemic. If I'm going to be 100 percent honest, I need to go to the gym immediately, if not sooner. And yesterday's red carpet. Definitely reminded me of that. But when I went to the gym, I would just go to the gym. I might not match. I definitely didn't have makeup on. And I was in there to <laughs> Crystal says Megan looked 20, so she's in her 40s, Crystal. Um, I didn't get, I'm not a mixy matchy person. I'm not spending a hundred dollars on an outfit that I'm just going to sweat in all the things. And I felt like, uh, winter was a little bit like that. Like she just was like, I'm no makeup. I'm going to go walk the stairs or whatever. And then Chantel comes breezing in. Chantel has lashes on her hair is all laid properly. She's got a full on matching outfit. She didn't, to me, she didn't look like she was about to go work out. However, I I have gone to gyms where women wake up. It could be 6 a.m. Y'all, and they have full makeup on, hair did, clothes did, everything did, nails did, everything. And I'm always fascinated by those women because I'm like, but you're going to sweat and, like, makeup and then the pores and the clogging. Like, I just, it's too, and how, it's six. So what time would you wake up to do all this just to get all, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. But, you know, I guess it's a thing that, and again, whatever makes you happy, I suppose. I just know that there's no way that I'm going to get up, get dressed, do my makeup and hair, go to the gym, sweat it all off, then take a shower and then redo all. Oh no, nope, not this one. Anyhow, so they're talking and walking. Um... Chantel makes it clear again that she does not want Winter to marry Jaw, doesn't want her to be with Jaw. says that, you know, are you happy being unhappy? Assuming that her sister's unhappy and Winter's like, I'm not unhappy. She's like, I'm happy and I'm going to do everything there is to do to continue to be happy. You're assuming that I'm unhappy because you're unhappy that I'm I'm happy and you're unhappy that I'm with Jaw. What happened to just, hey, you know what? I'll support your decisions. I'll definitely give you my opinion. Hey, I don't like this person or I like this person. Um, Hey, Vanessa. Hey, girl. Hey. Yeah, I I would come work out with you, but you guys, you're too far. Huntington Beach is way too far from where I live. Way too far. So that's not happening. I'm also one of those people that I need to work out somewhere close. Like if it's not 10 minute car ride away, then I can't go consistently. I'm not driving an hour to work out, to drive it. Out. Nope. It needs to be convenient, fast and easy, but thank you. Maybe I'll come like one time just to like, have cause Key has a killer ass body and she's like goals. So maybe I'll come like one time, Vanessa. Um, I'm going to switch this. So real quick, I forgot to say this. So if you guys love celebrity anything, make sure you're following me at Linda so girly on Instagram. You'll see a lot of my uh, celebrity content there. Linda's so girly, Linda so girly. Cause I'm going to take that banner down and pop up my other one. Um, so yeah, definitely follow me there. A lot of content coming because Hollywood apparently is opening up again. Oh, where's my other banner? Je ne sais pas. Oh, I'll just take this one down. There it is. Pa-pow! Patty says, my son jobs in Los Feliz and wolves follow him in the streets. Yikes. Yikes. That's scary. All right. So then let's talk about. Going to the DR. Now, Nicole, Nicole was on full, she was on full on diva mode as far as I was concerned. And I was here for it. So it's surgery day. Her mom's going with her to surgery. Mom's still feeling hurt about this whole pandemic thing. I think the mom needs to let it go. I think you guys are both grown ass women. You're now back together. Nothing terrible happened to you. Let's use this time because time is precious. just enjoy each other because guess what at some point nicole is going to move away and you're going to have to be okay with that so why continue to harbor um these bad feelings because your grown ass woman spent time with her her boyfriend anyways mom put all that aside and is going to the surgery with her and here's what i thought was funny lydia literally thinks that nicole needs the surgery like needs it says she needs it to enhance her beauty because basically her mom is saying that she has small boobs. So go ahead and get bigger boobs. She's all for it. Nicole's like nervous. She's scared of the pain. She's scared of not waking up, but she's also really excited because she knows that when she does wake up, she's going to be happy with the results. And she's still a little worried though, because Alejandro doesn't approve of her getting her boobs done. And the mom starts laughing. Lydia's like, who is he to approve or not approve? And I was like, facts. Those are facts right there. It's her body, her choice. That's your boyfriend, not your husband. Even if he was your husband, it's your body, your choice. You had a conversation with him. He said he didn't like it. And we'll get into his reasons. At the end of the day, it's still your body, your choice. Your freaking boyfriend, who you already say you have problems with, is not going to tell you, hey, you can't do this because it is your body, your choice. Um, you guys are talking about coyotes in the live chat, and I'll say, yes, they are. My neighbor. So I like to go for like walks in my area. And I know my neighbors, we gotta know what I have. You know, it's funny, you guys. When I tell a story, I always feel like I have to tell the backstory. I can't just get to the point. I notice I do that a lot. But I feel like the backstory really gives you the foundation. So anyways, I know a lot of my neighbors. We all know each other because we all see each other walking. We have block parties. Well, pre-pandemic, we used to have block parties, building parties, and everyone come down and all the things, right? So I'm walking, and my neighbor, super cool. She's a tattoo artist. She has pink hair, and she's got tattoos everywhere. She's got this really cute dog. I don't know the name of the dog, but the dog has literally no hair. Super tawny, but hair on, on its ears, and then a bald tail, but hair on the the end of the tale. They're one of those show dogs, super cute dog. Anyways, she's like, Hey, Linda, you know, I know you like walking. Just be careful because we were walking the other day and there were two coyotes across the street. And when she said across the street, I was like, Crusty, like Crusty the right there? Because, you know, my apartment is right there. No, thank you. <laughs> Can you imagine me? Anyways, you guys, I already had a bear incident when I was home in, in Canada and the bears were literally. In front of me, it was mama bear with the cubs. And if you guys know anything about bears, which I do because I'm from Canada, um, black bears, mama bears with their cubs are the most dangerous. Those are the, those are the bears that you will die. And I don't know feet, but it was like, maybe, I don't know, like two feet away from me. It was in my face, y'all. And I just stood there looking at them and they stood there looking at, Anyways, that's a whole other story. So yeah, coyotes are a problem apparently this year. And I can't say really that they're a problem because maybe we, as people are the problem, we're encroaching as we continue to like build out communities and leaving less nature. So they're getting displaced. So. Anyhow, I digress again. You want to know why I'm digressing so much because I was outside y'all. I was outside yesterday in the real world. And so now I'm back to just talking too much. All right. Nicole's surgery day. Uh, Alejandra doesn't like it. And we say too bad, Alejandra, it's not your body. And he's worried that she's doing it because she wants to meet someone else. Um, and that it's not for her, that it's for other men and all the things. And he's just being ridiculous. Now, Lydia hates Alejandro and continues to say how much she hates Alejandro and says that she wants Nicole to be with someone that helps her, someone that's not toxic, someone that cooperates, someone that doesn't hold her back and says, you know, when a man loves you, uh, he's there to help you achieve your dreams. And she doesn't feel like Alejandro can do any of those things. Cause Alejandro is a bum. Tell us how you really feel, Lydia. Uh, Then, house hunting. So, Chantel just graduated last week. And they've been, I guess, because now that she's a graduate and has a job that we haven't actually seen her work at yet. But apparently, they have money saved to go house hunting because now they're looking for a house. She literally just graduated five minutes ago and talked. I'm just trying to make, and like, I'm happy for them. I'm just trying to make it make sense. Like if you're saying you were in school for 12 years because you're paying for school out of pocket and you're working full time, were you also saving because we know that Pedro doesn't have any money or like enough money to like buy a house like that. And he's happy that you have a job now. Cause he thinks that because you have a job, you can go after an American dream, but like, you've been graduated for five minutes. Have you even gotten your first, ch- like, how how does that work? Anyways, they're house hunting. They want to buy a new house and they want to buy a new car because Chantel has graduated. The place that they go look at, this place that we see is a four bedroom, two bathroom. Um, the realtor slash broker uh, says, listen, these two are on different pages when it comes to houses, which I think is. How are you already looking at houses if you guys haven't talked about what kind of house you want? like, doesn't it all start online? Like, hey, honey, I want to, like he said, he wants a California ranch, or I want a split level, or I want a new house, I want to build out our house, or Ah, uh, it's important for me to have a walk-in closet. It's important for me to have a big bathroom with a big soaker tub. It's important for me to have a basement. It's important for me to have a man cave. Like, how do you guys not have those conversations? So then you can come on the same page and you don't friggin' waste the broker and realtor's time because y'all don't know what you want. Isn't that how people house hunt? I don't know. I don't know. But Chantel hated the house. She thought it was too small. She thought there was no privacy. And um, she hated it. And she thought it was ugly. I thought the house was... I mean, we didn't get to see a lot of it, but it looked huge. And that backyard looked amazing, you guys. Backyards. I love backyards. And you can make like a whole uh, credenza and, and fireplace or fire pit. All the things. Anyways, I love big backyards. Uh... On the other hand, Pedro wants to have a Cali King ranch. He wants to have a huge bedroom, that means, right? Because he wants a Cali King bed. He wants also a basement because not only does he want a man cave because you know he is a gamer, but he wants to make sure that there's somewhere where his mom and his sister can live. Because if you guys remember from season one, that was always his goal, to come to America and then to bring his sister or his mom over and for them to live with him. Chantel is like, I'm not buying a house so that you're mother and your sister can come live with us. And like, if it works out with Alejandro and Nicole and she moves to New York, then, then Lydia could go live with her. She has a point there though. Right. But I think that she should at least be open to the fact that his family is going to be a part of his life. Cause he said it from day one, at some point they're going to be somewhere in America. So even if they don't live with you, I'm sure that they're going to be visiting a lot once they get to America. So I'm thinking that she's going to have to come to terms with that. Geek girl says a cage. Well, she didn't call it a cage, but she did say, well, we can have a crate for Lydia and Shawn and Nicole. I was a bit mean, but, you know, I know that they don't get along and they're not each other's besties, but they're family now. So they're going to have to deal with each other in some type of capacity at, at some point, so... I don't know my whole thing is like just take the easier route it's way harder to be mad and do all the things and all uh, just friggin like suck it up for a day or two nice smile here nod here ha 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 there and then they go on their way and you go on your way ah. <sighs> Grisa says, has she even taken her? I don't know if it's an acronym, NCLX, NCLEX, board exams, working as an RN. I don't think so, but maybe you go look for inspiration. Well, I have a lot of realtor friends and they don't like to waste time like that. Like, get your inspiration online and come prepared, come house shopping when you're ready to buy a house. I think that's in any business. I think that like in retail too, like if you're coming to window shop, friggin window shop on your own, don't ask me any questions. Don't try a, on a bunch of shit and leave a bunch of shit for me to hang up for you. Like come shopping when you have money to shop. If you're just looking, then just just look, but don't bother people. Don't don't take time away from them where they can get put money in their pockets. You know what i'm saying i don't know i could be wrong you all you guys can tell me if i'm wrong but that's what i think and so they hated the house they're gonna go on their, they're on the way back in the car um and pedro's like hey i gotta go to new york because i gotta renew my passport and you know he waited too long and he's like well i didn't know there's gonna be a pandemic And Chantel's like, I told you, you need to renew your passport. But you were like, I don't need to renew my passport because I'm Dominican and they'll know I'm Dominican. When I go to the DR, I can just say I'm a Dominican and they'll let me in. And Chantel's like, that's not how it works. They're not going to let you on the airplane. He's like, oh, I thought that was hilarious. And she was doing like a complete excellent impression of him and it was hilarious. So he has to go to New York first to renew his passport in order for him to be able to travel because he's not an American citizen yet. So he needs to have a passport. And side note, one time and one time and only in my life since I've been in America has my passport, Canadian passport, expired. And I was freaking out. And when I tell you I was freaking out, I was freaking out. I didn't like that feeling at all. Um, so yeah, I totally know that whole thing where you have to go to the embassy and like, it's a whole thing. And Canadian passports are different than American passports. Like pictures are different and only specific places take the type of passport picture you need. And then you got to send your passport off to the embassy. There's a whole thing. So Him going to New York, I felt that I felt that like he has a whole thing that he has process he has to do in order to renew that passport, in order for him to be able to leave the country because he is not a citizen. So while he's going there, he's also going to see Alejandro because also he wants to talk to Alejandro about him leaving his mom alone during the pandemic and getting serious with Nicole when he's still married. And then he said he's going to do some personal things. And Chantel's like personal things, yeah, I'm going to see my cousin from my father's side because I want to learn some things about my father because you know it was never a part of my life and this was a sad part you guys it was so sad to me it was it was so sad to me because you can tell he's still hurting so he talked about how his dad was a cheater and not not ever a part of his life and that his dad had a whole other family and that he has two, like a couple of brothers that he doesn't even know and he didn't find out who was like 14 or 16 about these other brothers. And then he asked Lydia if that if he could meet them or they could meet them. And Lydia said no. Now, here's the thing, you guys. Here's the thing. I really want to know Lydia's story with her ex. Because on the one side, and if you guys watched from previous seasons, you can't even bring up the ex when it comes to Lydia. Like, she don't, won't talk about it at all. And watching this episode realizing that she didn't even tell them about her ex so pedro knows nothing about her his dad and couldn't ask her now i want to know what the story is because i think on the one hand it's super shitty when there are absentee parents but i also think it's hard on the parent that's raising you because when your child has questions I think you should tell the child about the other parent because that's a part of them too. And I feel like it's almost wrong to not allow the child to know. Do you know what I mean? And then even now Pedro doesn't even feel comfortable, even though he's a grown ass man to ask Lydia about his dad, because she's still dealing with whatever trauma and hurt and pain, and he doesn't want to open up old wounds. But at the same time, as the son he has a right to know who his dad was so i feel like i I don't know i feel it's a little selfish on lydia's part to not have ever talked about hey dustin welcome back to have not ever talked about their dad it's their dad whether you hate him or not or whether he cheated on you not and again i don't know the history right so maybe it's a serious history and there's a reason why she kept them away but even tell them that like they're going to want to know kids always want to know about their parent. So I felt sad for him because you could feel his pain. So he's going to go to New York and find his cousin from his dad's side. And he wants to ask about his dad because he said, I don't know him. He wants to know, did he ever talk about us? Did he ask any questions? What really happened between, my mom and my dad he wants to know like what history did they have and you know what happened and those are so sad you know what i'm saying like he just wants to know a little bit about himself and he honestly if you think about it he's like did he ever talk about me he started a full-on family and he had a full-on family and he never came around and meanwhile He's still hurt because when Chantel says, you know, I think that's the right thing to do, get to know, you know, your family from your dad's side. And Pedro get, got all defensive. That's not my family. He doesn't know anything about us. He doesn't know anything about me. And blood doesn't make, um, doesn't mean anything he says. If you don't have a connection, it means nothing. And I was like, oh, he really got riled up because his feelings are hurt. And yeah, it should be. It should be. And then he was like, you know, he just, he's sad. He wants to know what happened. He wants to know the truth. He wants to know why did you cheat? And then he's really sad that the fact that they suffered growing up, that Lydia didn't have, you know, money to pay the rent, oftentimes didn't have money for food. Um, And sometimes she would go hungry because there was only enough food to feed the kids. And Pedro blames the father because the father was never there and he could have helped and he never did. And all of those things, I feel he absolutely has the right to feel that way, right? He's probably dealing with some b- abandonment issues. And he also is having, going to have some trust issues. And from both sides, from his mom and his dad, because dad wasn't there, but the mom was also silent about who the dad was and what the whole dad story was. And it's I don't know, you guys, you know, people go through a lot of trauma growing up and then they get to be adults and they realize like some of the stuff that they grew up with has affected them and they want to deal with it. And that's why a lot of people are in therapy too, to work through those things. But I think that sometimes, because, you know, there's no license to be a parent and you you are the person that you are. Um, But, you know, oftentimes I don't know. I guess we're all just human, but parents sometimes don't make the right decisions. <clears throat> Geek Girl says, I think we'll understand Lydia more when we find out about the dad. I agree. And I... I, Geek Girl, I hope it's not as simple as he cheated and she stayed mad all these years, because that would just be ugly and selfish, in my opinion. Okay, so... I don't remember Patty hearing that he was a doctor. I know that Lydia is a lawyer, but I don't know what the dad does. Um, But maybe, I just don't remember. Christine says yes, so. Um, Then it's Nicole after surgery. And the mom says that after surgery, Nicole was like a crazy person and she was acting a little bit crazy. She's like, I don't know what happened. Did they operate on me? I don't have boobs. What's happening? She's freaking out, you guys. She's freaking out. She did not come off that anesthesia very well. So they gave her a sedative. That calmed her down. She took a nap. And then she went home. And she still had the surgery cap on, which I was like, what? What's what's happening? Why are you? You were just in surgery with that cap on. You should probably take it off. It just can't be sanitary. Like, what are you doing? But she she kept it on. She's going to the house and she's like, can't open the door. She's acting all feeble. Uh, she gets into the bed. And Lydia's like, Nicole is a loud patient. She's like, my head hurts. My back hurts. My neck hurts. And then Lydia made the funniest joke that I thought was hilarious. Lydia's like, she's always complaining it hurts even without the surgery, she's always still complaining. And I was like, that's hilarious. So then she's whining some more. She's like, Oh, I don't feel good. Mom comes in with water and some food that she made. Mom's like even feeding her and she doesn't want it. She wants to sleep. I don't feel good. My back, the pressure. I and then she falls asleep. She wakes up. She's on her phone. And uh, she wants to call Alejandro. Meanwhile, Lydia says Alejandra is insecure, he's possessive, he wants to control others and she doesn't care that he doesn't approve about um, Nicole's boob job because he shouldn't have to care. It's not about him, it's about her. Uh, I don't know anything about Darcy, Christine. Let me get on that after I finish this part of the show and we can talk about it. So she calls Alejandro and she's complaining. She's like, I feel really bad. My back hurts. I have pressure in the front. My head hurts. And, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't and he's like, I don't understand. And then she's like, Oh, I had my surgery. And she's showing her him his her bandaged chest. And he's like, You know what that means? You disregarded my opinion. And she's like, I'm sorry? But it's my body. I have the right to do what the fuck I want with my body. She didn't cuss, but I just added that for some emphasis. (laughs) He's like, so you're going to put your relationship on the line because of this? And I was like, wait, what? And she was like, what? And he's like, I don't know any details about the surgery. I don't know what doctor you went to. I don't know who was with you. I don't know anything about it. I didn't even know why you did that. I don't like plastic. I don't like fake. Nicole's like, are you my dad? Because you're my boyfriend. So you're supposed to respect my decisions and not tell me what I can and cannot do. Facts. He goes on to say, I have a voice and I have a vote in this relationship and you didn't care about my feelings. You only cared about getting a boob job. I don't like fake boobs at all. I don't want fake boobs around me. I don't want to be with a person that's like that. And I told her that many times. First of all, you sound stupid, Alejandro, because it's not about you. I don't give a rat's ass what you think. And what you do and do not like. If she decided that she wanted to do that with her body. And she paid for it. Then she has every right to do whatever the fuck she wants. How is this about you? So because you don't like it. She's supposed to not do it. Because you don't like it. Because you don't want freak boobs around you. You don't want her to do it. Make that make sense. Because to me it sounds like you're being selfish. It sounds like you're only thinking about yourself. And what you want and what your needs are. So. He goes on to say that he is pissed off. She's like, you're going to be a plastic woman. I don't want to be with plastic things. You know, I don't know when we started calling women things, AKA Evelyn, but I'm not here for it. And I need that trend to stop. I don't know who told y'all it was okay to say that. It's not okay. I don't like it. So we need to cut that shit out immediately, if not sooner. So Nicole's like, so are we over? Are we breaking up because of this? Because you benefit when I'm all healed up and you you get to benefit from this too. I don't understand what your problem is. I don't understand why you're freaking out. Are, are we breaking up? And he's like, I don't know. Um, and she's like, okay. Just know that all of this, when I'm healed, it will be too late if we're broken up. And I agree with her. If you're going to be that petty, and it's about boob job versus being in a relationship. Then bye. See you never. See you never. Um, that's the show. What do you guys? Does Pedro and Nicole have? Do Pedro and Nicole have the same father? Yes, they do. Laura's saying after seeing Larissa, Angela, Nicole, and Darcy and Stacy Undergo these surgeries, I'm even more sure. I don't want any. And then Patty says, "That surgery incident was a lot like Darcy and Stacy minus the IV Jesus juice that had them floating. That's hilarious." Um, what are you saying? <laughs> Patty's giving Alejandro all the smoke. Laura says he doesn't like fake Alejandro she's talking about, but he paints his beard. Those are facts. Um, yeah, I mean, her body, her choice. She wanted to do it. She could do it. That's it. That's all. Uh, That's the show you guys. Uh, What am I talking about today's Wednesday? So tomorrow uh, there's no show Friday There is Love After Lockup, that episode, you guys. I cannot wait. I might do it tomorrow. It might be tomorrow because Friday, we'll see. So tomorrow I have another red carpet. So if I can do it before I will, if not, the show will be on Friday. Um, And then you guys, don't forget, we have News and Gossip Friday night for my Patreon subscribers. And have a great night, you guys. And I will see you all manana. Bye, guys.